0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Gut Life Podcast Kunai. And today we're doing some con coverage with Kevin. Hey guys. Yeah. So I'm not going to do the disclaimer because we really don't need the disclaimer because we're not necessarily talking about anime. We're just talking about the anime conventions that we went to and that we were privileged enough to go to. Tyson's not here because, you know what? He didn't go to conventions. So. But, <laughs> hey, are there any big cons in Puerto Rico anyway? There is. There was like Puerto Rico. I'm not sure if it's actually called Comic Con but it was like Puerto Rico something and there was a big con there and they had some really nice guests so I'm not sure this year but I checked in the past they had like Vic you know Vic I can't pronounce his surname but the guy that plays Rin in Free
1: I I don't know
0: Vic man, man, I can't pronounce wait, his name wait, I'm not going to try and butcher is his it name
1: the, is it a Japanese VA or is it uh, no English it's
0: an English VA okay then Vic, I wouldn't know Vic from Free I can't pronounce his surname, but he's in a lot of other stuff as well. Uh,
1: what, what's his name? Just Vic. Send
0: it. And it, I can't even remember how to type it. I'm not going to send it now. Anyway, so yeah. There was actually a con in um, that was in Puerto Rico, actually, at the same time as MCM and, of course, Anime North, which we attended. But, you know, Tyson wasn't available to go. So, yeah. I think he missed out on that, and he's probably going to yeah. miss out on this episode. So, haha. <laughs> Tyson, you suck. No, I'm joking, Tyson. You don't suck. You're actually a cool guy. Semper, notice me. So, yeah, as I mentioned, we've been to two cons. I've been to MCM and...
1: And I've been to Anime North in Anime North York. York, Yeah. Canada.
0: So, from what I know, these are completely two different events. And we're pretty much going to talk about them and compare them and say our experience of them. I went to MCM. This is not my first MCM. This is like my sixth MCM expo. And obviously, I'm really happy because it's a great expo. And I think this is the biggest expo it's been so far. There was 111,000 people that attended, roughly. I have the exact number, but it's on my 111,
1: mobile. 111,000. What?
0: Let me get the official numbers because the, the press team actually sent it to me. It's 122,000 people attended MCM Comic Con.
1: That that's a lot.
0: That is a lot, but the thing is, it's not the it's not the biggest in Europe. The biggest in Europe is actually Japan Expo, and Japan Expo kind of doubles that. Wait,
1: but I'm guessing Japan Expo is more about, you know, Japanese culture,
0: right? It's not... Yeah, uh, Japan Expo is more about Japanese culture in general, and it, that's in Paris, so Japan Expo focuses on Japanese games, Japanese anime, Japanese culture, like calligraphy and artwork and all of that, so it's not just a kind of Comic-Con style thing. So yeah, what about Anime North? How anime many people North... do you think attended?
1: Okay, I don't have the exact numbers. I'm looking up there right now, but uh, I don't think there's the exact number But there were a lot of people. Uh, I've been to Anime anyway North twice, including this time I've been there once more before this years ago Three uh-huh. four years ago, and it's a lot bigger this time I mean, it's still held in the TCC the Toronto Congress Center, but it was absolutely flooded like in the morning I was like, you know what? There aren't that many people. It's Sunday, but then like I once you go back to the TCC at, like, at noon or 1, like, in the middle of the day, yeah, it's absolutely flooded with people in and out. I'd say at least a few, like, a few thousand, because this thing started as, you know, a very small one-day event 19 years ago with, like, 600 people attending, and it's it's grew quite a bit since then, you know? Next year, it'll be its 20th anniversary, actually, so that's some, something to look forward to. I think I'd say couple thousand, not sure how many, but quite a lot of people for a fan run con.
0: Hmm. So how, how many people roughly do you think was there?
1: Uh, well, I'm not good at estimating, but I'd say at least five to seven thousand.
0: Wow. Of,
1: that maybe com- really, di- like, I don't know, that's my guess. The, the were-
0: thing is that I've been to small cons before, but I've been to cons on a much smaller level. So this is quite reasonable, to be honest, because, you know, most cons start off somewhere, you know, MCM started off like that. But for me, MCM is like massive and you don't realize how big MCM is until you go in on Saturday because Friday is empty because I think it's just not many people go on Friday. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, no. They set up from weeks before. Actually, they I think people exhibitors are there from the Monday. So they set up their stalls and whatever and Mm. make sure everything's done and whatever. And then they open to the people on Friday. And obviously, because a lot of people are working and they can't really necessarily get days off on Friday, but a lot of people can get days off on Saturday and Sunday. Friday is pretty empty. Mm. But when you get to Saturday, you're so packed. It it, it takes you about... It could take you about an hour to get from one side to the other of the expo because everyone's packed and everyone's trying to go somewhere and it's so difficult because you don't want to knock someone out trying to walk in a different Mm. direction as them. And you get lost because it's a massive expo. And there is no... Because there's so many people, you might not get cellular connection. That's the only problem I have with it. I, but I, it's it's understandable because these that's how these expos are. You mm-hmm. tend not to get cellular connection, and if they have free Wi-Fi at the expo, forget about it because everyone's using that free Wi-Fi at the same time. Yeah.
1: The thing is, I came on a Sunday, so I didn't go on the Saturday where I'm guessing you know most people came. Yeah. But on even on Sunday, you know, the last day of the con, there were still quite like. A lot of people there uh, to give you a picture uh, in case my estimates wrong uh, the tcc it's a pretty big convention center right mm. and when i showed up at 12 well once i came back from my break at 12 there was a crowd of people in the front lot and people were filling up the entire parking lot from the cafe area all the way to the entrance mm. so quite a few people like I that's
0: said. that's unbelievable to be honest. Like. And to this, me. Is,
1: this is fan-run, also, like, I'd like to point out that, yeah, it's not as big as, you know, uh, uh, MCM or some of the bigger official expos, but one thing I have to take in note here is that it's, to quote, you know, the guy who created the expo, it's really an expo that's made by fans for fans, right? So, uh, the people who are working here are all, you know, are either volunteers who are just, you know, doing this of their own volition, or, you know, just people who want to contribute to the anime community in Toronto. Well, not in, only in Toronto. Everywhere in Canada, there are even people from the U.S. and I believe a few from Europe.
0: Mm. And to be honest, like, I'm not sure if there's any other anime conventions within Canada, but I'm guessing this is the biggest, right?
1: Yeah, because I've honestly, if there is a bigger one, I haven't heard of it. I know there are more anime conventions, like in uh, Quebec. Uh, Most of them are in Quebec and Ontario because, you know, two biggest provinces. But they're not as big as anymore anime north i don't think i have heard uh i know much talk about the other ones anime north is really the big one hmm. um in, in toronto or in canada there is comic con that's not really anime centric that's more just you know geek culture in general this is the biggest i'd say anime centered convention
0: hmm Well, the thing is MCM isn't necessarily that's another thing MCM isn't really centered around anime because it's it's known as MCM London (laughs) Comic-Con So they have a range of stuff like, you know, they got fan art, they got manga, they got anime stuffs They got video games as well, which is surprising. Like you don't really necessarily expect a Comic-Con thing would to have video games, but it's great that they do and they also have obviously a lot of comic stuff and, you know, some really cool, like, YouTubers there. They actually have a section for YouTubers and stuff, which is great. Like, the Yogscast were there. I got to see Sips, which I'm really excited about because I just saw him walking past and I accidentally ran into him, like, bumped into him. And I was like, whoa, it's Sips. And he was he was pretty cool about it. He wasn't a douchebag or anything. So I'm really, I'm really, really happy about that. Another thing is, let's talk about, you know, how we kind of got into the expo and, you know, our journeys and whatnot because i'll start first like for me i live within let's say central london mm-hmm. so going to mcm it's not difficult but like it's it's just taking where was a it's
1: um, it, it like downtown london or
0: it's near south of london so it's near london city airport if anyone from london knows where i'm talking about it's near north Grand, it's near greenwich canning town type area so south of london basically in the who what was that what was the um where was the convention actually held i can't even remember Oh, Excel Center. Yeah, it was held in the Excel Center. So it's not difficult to get to. You just take a DLR train and it, you go all the way there. The only problem is, if you take the DLR from Canning Town, you're gonna, it's going to be very difficult to find a train because these trains, you know, they, they go in two different directions. Some go to Stratford and some go to uh, MCM. So they could be going in either direction. So That means trains will probably come every like five, ten minutes. Which is not a big deal, but in London it is, because everyone's very impatient. And the thing is, there's so many cosplayers and they want to get on at the same time. And it's cool, but at the same time, like, you're crushed with so many people inside. So what I did was I took the train from Canary Wharf. If people from London know what I'm talking about, I took the DLR from Canary Wharf and I pretty much avoided that and I got myself a seat, which was cool. Um, yeah, another thing was on the second day of the expo. I took the same journey, but I saw I saw more people than I did on the first day. Friday, like I said, was empty. Saturday was bloody damn packed. And yeah, once I got there, I uh, went to the press room, which is at the beginning. Because what they did was they separated it. They were like, "Oh, press, go in the main entrance, and um, everyone else with tickets and stuff, go and you know, not was it? It's like get you don't get searched, but they give you your wristbands and stuff like for general entry and stuff like that." I think they also check weapon check queue because that's what they have to do at cons like this especially in a big big area they have to see if no one's bringing in weapons or whatever Picture they're Especially obligated
1: con- by law to do this
0: Yeah, I think they are they obviously are because you know that that is a big security thing and I, I'm pretty sure they do because I remember going to MCM the first time and I was I didn't pay for, I didn't get a press pass so I actually paid for my ticket. And this is actually before I knew press pass existed. So I went there and you know they 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 don't really search you. But they search, they search you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they. T- it's not like they. Um. What's it called? They don't. They don't cavity search you. Let's let's just point that out there. But they do. They do check for weapons and stuff. You know, because yeah, standard procedure. That's standard procedure, and you have to make sure because some people could potentially, especially when there is a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. You have to make sure that it's safe and whatnot, which is great. It's nice that they do that. But Obviously, they don't do it for press. So what you have to do for press is you just go to the main entrance. And it's kind of awkward because you have to look at all of these cosplayers lining up and they're just staring at you like, Oh man, what the fuck is this guy doing? They they stare at you and you just feel like, Oh man, I, I, I feel bad, basically. Because they stare at you and they're like, Oh, why is not why is he going? Like, I remember the first time I had press pass to MCM, someone actually said to one of the security guys, they're "Like, Why is he going there and cutting the queue? And I was like, Oh, he's pressed. He doesn't need to line up. And I was like, Yeah! <laughs> I felt so good, but then I felt so douchey at the same time anyway so you get to the thing you just give them your your ticket they scan it and they uh, give you your badge and they actually print the badge on there on the day i remember this year was actually the first year um where someone actually recognized me um dave or david he's actually one of the press pass people i think he's head of press at mcm really lovely guy i mean i see him every year and he he goes out of his way to help the press and to to help anyone in general and I like that. He's a badass. And David, if you're listening, you're a badass. I'm just saying. So is Gary. But David, you're a badass. People are like, who the hell is David and Gary? They they are the press people. AMCM, lovely people, and they you know, they try their hardest to I go up to them throughout the expo and I was like, David, Gary, I need a room for broadcast stuff. And they're like, Yeah, go to this room and I was like, yes! Awesome, and you know they try their hardest, and I love that. So good on them, lovely press team. But anyway, I'm rambling on. But anyway, uh, when they were printing off the badge, there was like this woman there. She she asked for the name, and then David was like, "Yeah, just put down Bishla's Mish." And I was like, "What? How how do you remember?" And senpai you know that. Me. Senpai, David, senpai noticed me. I, I I felt really happy that that you know he remembered me, and I was like, "Whoa." You're awesome. Anyway, that, that was a, just, just going there. That was like the highlight of that day other than the expo. But that was awesome. Just just for someone to remember me. Senpai noticed me. So, yeah, how was your, your entry experience well, into the expo? I have to say I'm really, really lucky
1: because uh, I live in North York, which is really, you know, near where the TCC is. Mm-hmm. So it's li- literally just a 10 minute drive to get there. It's not far at all. Um, And as for people who took a bus or came in from you know other provinces or countries I think it was a pretty good experience with them I mean, I can't say for sure, but you know if you're listening to this and you want to comment on this just tweet at us On our Twitter page at Yelp Kunai, but I think that the location is pretty accessible because yeah sure it's not you know uh, The Metro Toronto Convention Center, which is downtown just you know huge but Since it's in North York and not downtown, which we know has the best parking ever It's really convenient because the TCC is right beside the International Plaza Hotel, where a bunch of events are held. Because this isn't held at one place only, it's you know the TCC, the uh, hotel, and a bunch of other places. And since you have a hotel right beside the convention center, it's really convenient for people who are traveling from
0: other cities. Oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. Because it's right next to an MCM is right next to an airport. So it's kind of cool for people that want to, you know, get there from Scotland or from, you know, other places within the UK or even, you know, um, from Europe. You know, you got an airport there, which is cool, and obviously hotels. But most convention centres do have facilities like that, you know, transport facilities and obviously hotels. Because they make tons of money from uh, people who have no place to stay and have to stay at a hotel during con time. Yeah. Sorry, continue. I'm just...
1: That's no, it's fine. Uh, so, anyway, North, the location was pretty nice. Hmm. Uh, I think we were really lucky to have the TCC. It's a great place, really big. Um, Is it in
0: the same place every year?
1: Same place every year. Last, well, as far as I remember, it's it's been in the same place, you know. And so, it's familiar. All the events take place uh, very close together. So, whether it's you need to go to the hotel or know to the con itself everything was is within like you know two minute walk so it's really convenient for everyone whether you know you live here like me or whether you're coming from abroad you know with a hotel nearby and I think there's an airport nearby too because there are lots and lots of planes coming in hmm. um, to be honest it did kind of get annoying sometimes with planes coming in every few minutes not directly beside the TCC of course but they're flying overhead I think they're on you know yeah landing approach but It didn't really bother me, but I think there's an airport nearby which people can use, you know, to get into the con and stuff. So it's really convenient, really accessible, whether you're going from abroad or whether you're just a local, trying to enjoy the con.
0: All right. And how was your kind of entry into the con? Like, what what was it? your steps? Like, when you first entered the door, what did you do?
1: So, well, first I'd, you know, go
0: pick up my press pass
1: and uh, take note, this is my second con overall. I'm a complete con version This here is like you know he, he's more of an expert at cons he's more seasoned um this is my second yeah
0: i've been to a lot of cons to be honest
1: and this is the second one i've had in like years so also i i went alone because my friends are like you know what kevin we can't go there's too much work so they kind of bailed and i, I was going all alone so i'm walking towards the media media room really nervous because i'm going on sunday with no friends and so I walk in, and there are these two people there: Charlie and um, another pretty cool guy. Didn't get his name, unfortunately. Didn't ask, but yeah, they gave me the my um, press pass. They asked me a few things about our podcast, and uh, yeah, so nice to meet you, Charlie. If you're listening to this right now, shout out to him. To be honest, I was kind of nervous. Mm. It's my first time. Wh-
0: why was it? Because it was your first time, or was it because of your age? And you just walk in like. Do you think they would have think like, "Oh my God, why"? Is- yeah, cause, what?
1: Because I mean, I don't know how it is at cons, but if I were a con organizer mm. and you know a fifteen year old kid just walked in and asked for a press pass, I'd be like, what "The fuck." So the yeah. thing is,
0: when I went for my first con, it was Eurogamer Expo, and that's a massive con as well. Yeah. And I was your age. I was like fifteen years old. Wait, did you go for a press pass? I applied the shit out of the press pass, and I I got it, and I was happy, and I went there and the thing is i had a press pass and i got the band and it said press on it and i was allowed and everything and no one even questioned me but as soon as i went into 18 plus area because obviously they had like 18 plus games they're like no you can't go in there and i'm like no i'm trying to trying to go in but the problem with Eurogamer was at that time was the fact that the pizza express was inside the 18 plus area so you could have just said, "Oh, I just want to go to Pizza Express," <laughs> and then I didn't. I didn't do this on purpose. Like I actually legit wanted to go to Pizza Express, oh, and just then pic- I realized.
1: Just picture like the, the con people just like listening to this and frowning as, as they're hearing this. It's like, "Bish, you lied to us." Thing,
0: no, no, no. They knew. They knew about this because after that year, because I actually spoke about it. After that year, they moved the eighteen plus area to the next floor, mm-hmm. which was smart because now no one can use that excuse and say, "Oh, I want to go to Pizza Express." No, you have to go next floor up to go to the 18 plus which was great and anyway we're not talking about Eurogamer expo that's a good expo and i'm probably going to be there but let's not talk about that let's talk about anime north again Mm. continue sorry about that kevin
1: so yeah i got my press pass uh pretty cool although the for whatever reason um we we had a brief conversation about this charlie and i you know how like the the passes i don't know if uh you had them at ncm but we had these little cards or you know cardboard slips that you'd put into a little um necklace sort of thing a yeah little... i know like a What's lanyard
0: called? a lanyard there you go that's, that's yeah we don't i don't i don't want to be a douchebag and say yeah we don't have that mcm no mcm it's like pl- little plastic cards like a credit card oh wow that um they print off i can show it to you now it's really no, bad that, that's fancy yeah that that's
1: fa- that's fancy the thing is for whatever reason the the card wouldn't fit in the lanyard so i had to like shove it in and you know, i was like close enough not it's gonna work mm-hmm. but yeah so then i was heading to the the main area tcc and <laughs> first reaction and i walked into the dealers market which is you know which takes up most of the space in the convention center uh, and the dealers market for those of you who don't know is basically the area where you know people sell stuff so what every year at MA north they always have this huge dealers market where they have local artists uh, you know, who draw um, prints, posters, postcards, pins, you know, all so it's kinds like of- fan of, art. Yeah, exactly. Fan art. And there's this huge market where people can just go around and buy stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I've been to NA North before, but, you know, being here again in so many years, I just walked in and I saw all this fan art and it's huge, right? This market is absolutely huge with fan art everywhere from, like, a bunch of series. <laughs> I spent the entire- first half an hour of the con, not even buying anything, I just walked around looking at everything. It was like, if I if I could describe myself during that time with a meme, it'd be like, you know, the, the Heavy Breathing Cat meme? Oh yeah. Because there was just stuff everywhere I wanted to buy I, everything. I thought it
0: was going to be the, uh, you know, the Spider-Man meme. The 60 Spider-Man where he's hiding in the bushes and it says weed weed everywhere <laughs> i thought it was that meme but okay fair enough it's heavy breathing all right
1: lots of fan art i
0: like that i like that meme when it was the gif you know that one when you first showed me it it was just the gif of oh, the cat breathing yeah of oh, the cat yeah i love that that cat is like that, the cutest that was cat tyson
1: ever. that showed it to me i believe so yeah
0: tyson shout out even though you're not in this episode but tyson deserves no shout outs yeah, <laughs> yeah tyson oh speaking of tyson you, you just mentioned about the expo. I got to meet some really interesting people at this year's expo. So I met Sam. And people were like, who the hell's Sam? Well, if you saw the Attack on Titan episode, which I suggest, go watch it now. He was actually listening in on the episode. And we already, we kind of made it blatantly obvious that he was there. And he's one of the coolest guys I've met in real life. Let's be honest. He's pretty, he was pretty chill. I was pretty nervous at first because meeting new people especially in real life, that you've spoken to is really awkward. You see what I mean? It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, oh man, I spoke to you on Twitter, I spoke to you on Skype but it's just really, really awkward meeting them in real life and, you know, talking to them. I knew what he looked like but I also felt awkward because I actually had to ask someone at MC, because he was at behind the uh, line, because he was helping out Jessica Negri and uh, I forgot the other name. Anyway, so yeah, he was doing that stuff. So he was actually working at the expo, well, volunteering whatever you like to call it so i actually had to ask someone i said hey i'm trying to look for sam (laughs) and i showed the person the map and they're like whoa this is an early version of the map how the hell did you get this and i was like i don't know it's sam sent it to me and they were like who the hell is this sam guy and i was like he he should be there near jessica nigry just ask for sam and the guy was took like 20 minutes maybe 10 minutes searching for sam and then sam came out and i was like oh my god it's sam yeah uh, and we spoke and it was kind of weird because the first thing we talked about was tyson it was like hey how are you and then we were like so how did you meet tyson and i was like i'm and i was like yeah i met tyson because of this and this and we pretty much just shared our tyson anecdotes with each other and there was this one thing that he said he was like you know what tyson can die happy now and i and i was like don't say that it's not like Tyson's going to die or anything. And he was like, "No, but it's true. Like Tyson was pretty excited for us to meet. I would say more so than us." Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 kind of like the way I describe it is when your fat your ship exists in real life. Do You see what I mean? Yeah. It's like if I if I ship um oh shit. Which characters have I shipped in the past? Mm. What anime? It's like, let's say it's like my Nagisa and Haru ship. Oh, God. Actually, Why? If, if that was canon, that's how Tyson... It's, Why it's like canon, do you like have to bring up free? I'm this. sorry, oh Tyson would love this. We were talking about Tyson and, you know, free just happened. So it's it's kind of like having that ship canon. I think that's what it is for Tyson. It's like <laughs> me and Sam talking was like his ships becoming canon. I'm not saying he ships us together because that would be awkward, but maybe he does. I don't know. I can sense but, Tyson being disappointed at this conversation. No, but he's the director of fanfic, so he might as well. Anyway, so yeah, when I met Sam, he was a really cool guy. He was he was a bit buzzing around because uh when I was talking to him, he was like jumping, <laughs> which I found kind of weird, but then I realized he had a monster energy drink in his hand and I was like, "Oh, poor Sam, he's probably just drinking these energy drinks all the time." And I'm I'm not saying any drinks are bad or anything, but I'm just saying like from what he told me, because, um, you know, he's, he was with Jessica and and whatnot. So he was telling me that, you know, they couldn't really go out for breaks a lot because, you know, fans Work, and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they you don't want a mob of fans coming over. So it's very difficult. And I can understand, especially if you are someone like Jessica and who have tons and tons of fans. It's kind of weird as well, because they had to share a table, even though no one like when I was there. There was no. They had lines for all these other actors, television actors and stuff, for like from Agents of Shield and stuff, but they weren't supposed to come until later, so they just could have used a second table or something, but they didn't. And the line was absolutely massive for uh, Jessica Negri because it's Jessica Negri. Jessica yeah, exactly. You know, and to be honest, she's badass. So that's another thing. I didn't think she was going to be coming this year, and I, I'm not. I didn't. Wasn't really sure. But she is. so Well, she was. She actually came, so it was great. I didn't meet Jessica and you agree. It was such a long line and I was like, you know what? I'm just here to meet Sam. Good enough. I know it sounds weird. It's good enough. And Sam was telling me that there's a lot of people that were wanted to see him as well. And I was like, Sam should have had his own table. <laughs> Maybe one day he will. And I hope he does. That would be badass. Anyway, what did you do at the expo? Do you see anyone cool? Or oh, did I actually meet them in person? Not, not meet them in person, but like, did you see anyone? Like, just casually, or?
1: I-I spotted them, but I looked at the line, I was like, oh, nah. Who
0: did you spot? Who was there?
1: Uh, there-there's quite a lot of people. Like, came. Yeah. First thing I did is I opened the guide, and I read Asami Shimura. I was like, that name sounds really familiar. And it turns out that she is the one that actually does the voice for Rin and Len. Um, you know, the, the vocalists, yeah. Oh, she
0: does the voice for both of them? For,
1: for both of them, yeah. Oh, so I was like, "Holy shit, yes!" Because you know, back in the day, and I still kind of am a Vocaloid fan, right? And Rin and Len are my favorites.
0: No, Rin. Rin is your favorite. Don't, don't lie to yourself. We all know that you fangirl over Rin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's okay. You do know she's she's underage. Okay. Sh- she's fourteen. Sh- shut it. But it's shh, it's okay shh, it's okay for you that's fine I understand yeah. but for me Ooh, that would I'm just be awkward yeah that'd be awkward yeah it would be it would just be like hey uh, what's up <laughs> you could you could probably be my daughter or something <laughs> actually no if Ren was if ren was my daughter that would make me a five year old dad <laughs> that's creepy I don't want to imagine that
1: yeah that that's kind of fucked up but that is
0: kind of fucked up
1: there's also um, Chie
0: Nakamura what Chie Nakamura Do you <laughs> who did she voice she no, she's not do the Chie voice. She oh. is one. Who, no, I no, I said who the she voice. I was like, oh, I heard who does oh, Chie, Chie she, voice. She no, doesn't, she doesn't Chie voice. I already know who the voice actress for Chie is. Yeah, Gosh. so not the
1: Chie from Persona. This is the voice actress Gosh.
0: for um,
1: Sakura from Naruto. So everybody knows her. Right, she's she's pretty big. Everybody knows who she is. I think Tyson would have wanted to be here because you know he's
0: a Naruto janky, he really likes Naruto, mm. I think he really would have really liked to meet here. The thing is, it's kind of weird, like a lot of the guests in the UK don't necessarily have- uh, are, are not from Japan, let's just put point that out there, they're not, which is kind of odd. Like what do you mean? For me personally, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, a lot of the guests are either cosplayers like Jessica Negri or Vampy Bit Me or um, big companies They had someone, uh, Viewster brought someone from, uh, who actually designed, you know, the the box art for Gundam. He designed some of the box art for that. And he's pretty much famous within, you know, the Gundam world and whatnot. So that was kind of cool. But what I'm saying is that MCM, at MCM Expo, the guests tend to be English voice actors, you know. In the past, you had Yuri Lowenthal, Tara Platt, who voice, Yuri Lowenthal voices Yosuke from Persona 4. You mean Broske, right? Yeah, Broske. His his wife, Tara Platt, voices... um, I forgot her name. Mitsuru from Persona 3. And obviously she's Wangyuanji, who is best girl in Dynasty Warriors from now. (laughs) So yeah, and when I met them at last year's MCM... Sorry, was it last year? I think it was. Well, I met them a couple of years ago and they were were the nicest people ever. And yeah, they tend to have, like I said, a lot of English voice actors. Very famous ones. You know, we had... um, Troy Baker?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, we yeah, had,
0: yeah Troy Baker. Him. We also had, um, shit, I forgot his name. The, the Ezio man. Ezio man. What's his name? The guy that voices Ezio. He also voices Zhang Liao in Dynasty Warriors. And I remember when I when I showed him, I got him like a copy of Warriors Orochi to sign for me. And then he just saw Zhang Liao on the cover. And he was like, Zhang Liao. And he done the voice. And I was like, oh, he noticed me. Senpai. I I was really excited. And that's what I like when especially English VAs when they come over, you can pretty much interact with them more because they speak English. Like it would pretty much be very it would be very awkward if a Japanese VA came over and you had to speak you know, if they didn't necessarily know English and you were speaking to a translator, it's not the same. Yeah. And yeah, it it's kind of cool that the the voice actress for Rin and Len were there. Was she was there but the thing is at the same time how would I interact with her how would, would I would I be like oh you like you're awesome exactly like, like
1: how... one of the reasons I didn't want to you know ask an autograph you know line up is because they're from Japan obviously I, and I don't know if they they speak English right and you don't want to be you know fanboying or you know acting awkward around someone who doesn't speak English because you know you don't want you don't one thing you don't want to do at cons is you know make people uncomfortable you don't want to harass Guests there there is you don't want to harass
0: anyone at cons exactly. and it and it happens You know, let's be honest people actually do get harassed at these cons and it does happen And if you're one of those people harassing people You're just a douchebag and you really shouldn't be coming back to these conventions just saying but yeah I would say yeah, it does kind of feel awkward Especially if you're if you're coming over from Japan and you're just there and there's a lot of English-speaking fans and there's no one that speaks your language you see what I mean? I think it must be the same for people who are, who are English voice actress of English voice actresses and actors that go off to Japan for cons. Yeah. Which is, I've never heard that, but it probably does happen. That must be awkward for them because you know, not, not many people would speak English over there, and you know, the con scene in Japan is completely different compared to the con scene in, in the UK and a lot in the Western. Bigger, West. if not mistaken. It's yeah, it's a lot, lot bigger. And they're very, very particular with uh, taking pictures and stuff, and that you don't really get that whole sense of buying stuff as well. Like stuff could get sold out really quickly, and then they would still have the sale stands there, showing off stuff. And then you ask to buy something, and they're like, "No, we don't have that. That's just just to show what we have, even though we have nothing in stock." <laughs> but you know, they've paid for it. They paid for that stand, so why not just stay there? That's, that's how I see it. So yeah, what else happened at the con? What did, else did you do other than the you know the fan art and stuff?
1: Well, there were quite a few events. I didn't get a chance to go to all of them, but you know, lots of interesting things. Uh, I took note of the wrestling that was there. It was pretty interesting, actually. Kind wrestling? Of yeah, wrestling. Wrestling. I know it's not the first thing you think of when you think anime, but like there there was wrestling. So was was pretty, it, like, like, sumo wrestling? No, 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 not sumo. Just, like... Oh, was a, it, like, American, WWE stuff? Yeah, American wrestling. What? And so that was pretty cool, because I, I never actually saw wrestling before. but Like, uh, John Cena-style stuff. Yeah, basically. What? So they're, like, I think... That's kind of weird. A, ...a range of of wrestlers from, you know, more, you know, beginners to more seasoned wrestlers. I, I don't know anything about wrestling. I think Tyson would be the one to ask for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I took a brief look I looked at a, I looked at a match but there's also um a really cool thing I which I n- noticed as soon as I walked in which was the charity fundraiser so they had a charity auction where they auctioned off uh, anime stuff to support charity I, and I thought that was really cool I like that that's a nice idea see so like again I'm talking about you know buy the fans for the fans so like not only are they trying to organize things for the fans they're trying to give back as well yeah and i would have liked to be in auction but i had 60 bucks and we all know you're not buying anything at auction for 60 bucks
0: yeah that's true especially if there's there's like seven thousand people trying to bid for like I, i don't know is there like really odd stuff there like really creepy stuff or is it like is it like oh this is just a figurine of sakura Signed by Sakura? You, you know what I mean? Or is it like... I didn't even go in because I don't even know
1: if minors are allowed, to be honest. I didn't check.
0: Yeah, but you got you got a press pass and you were like, I'm press, bitches. I didn't want to risk it because they had pretty strict rules over there. Oh, okay.
1: You know, I didn't want to break them. Overall, mentioning rules, I think that is actually pretty well organized. I mean, the staff there dealt with issues pretty well, things flowed smoothly, you know. Um, they're, they're always like, you know, medics and mm. people on site to make sure that things didn't get out of hand, and it, it flowed pretty smoothly, even though a lot of people came, things flowed smoothly, I never really felt cramped inside the con, which is really nice, because like I'm looking at uh, bigger cons, like MCM, I was looking at footage of MCM on YouTube, and it's absolutely
0: packed, and I, I'm not claustrophobic but it's it's packed but it depends on which days you're going if you're going on saturday because the thing is on the train stations at the dlr stations they would say anyone who has um who's going to mcm expo they actually said this on the tannoys and they said if you're looking to buy tickets don't bother because it's all sold out don't even try and buy tickets on that day and it was just like well it's all it's normally it's always sold out but then i've never heard someone at the underground station telling me that it's odd it's it's not it's not heard of at all which is kind of weird and you know it is packed but it depends on which day you go if you go on a saturday then it's is packed but if you go on a friday or a sunday then it's great because it's kind of empty the friday you get the feel of the expo you know where to go around you know the layout and by sunday you can zip and go everywhere and the best thing about Sundays at expos is because it's the last day, everyone wants to get rid of the stock they have. Exactly.
1: I was well to mention that. You're
0: going to get the best deals. That's one thing. I got free games from Rice Digital. Rice Digital, if you're listening, thank you. Because I actually, legit, I went there and I saw Persona 3 um, Ultimax. Oh, it was not Persona 3, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. And it was just there. It was a promotional copy. And I just looked up at it and I was like, can I take this? And they were like, you know what? Take it. The thing is that you were supposed to buy a t-shirt and you would get it for free. But they were like, take it, man. We we can't sell it anyway. And to be honest, I really wanted that game. And I just took it. And they were really cool about it. And they gave me some free stuff. They gave me some GA badges. What? Which It's badass. What? Yeah. GA badges. They gave me a Teddy key ring, which is also badass. They gave me some tarot cards. You know, the Persona cards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is also badass. And yeah, I... I also got some free stuff from NIS America, which is cool. Even though I didn't go on the Sunday, which is which is odd. I went on the Saturday, but they were people were still kind of preparing themselves for Sunday, where you get the biggest deals on these experts. Because, I have to
1: comment on that. Yeah, comment. Like, even though I'm not, you know, by any means an expert at cons, if I had to recommend days to go on a con, if you can't go on Saturday or, or for the entire weekend, I would easily pick Sunday over Friday, because Friday uh they're just setting up for the bigger events on saturday there's not much but so that, that's the thing times. it depends
0: because what's it called anime north is a fan one expo so that like, it's understandable that they are obviously arranging for bigger events on different days and whatnot but mcm already has that prepared do you see what i mean like people come in earlier in the week to get their stuff set up i mean like th- and the thing is on saturdays it's is great to go in yes it's packed but there's a reason it's packed because there's a lot more, like, stuff events, there's yeah. a lot more, yeah, there's, like, interviews with uh, people. There's also a lot of film and TV crews there as well. And there's people signing there as well. That's another thing. Like, you get a lot of people coming there to sign autographs and do panels and stuff, which is great. And a lovely thing is, when I went there on a Saturday, I got to record with a lot of people. And, I'm, I'm actually, no, I didn't get to record it. I got to record with the people from Euster. I met a lot of people, actually. People that I've seen only on Twitter and spoke to only on Twitter, and I attended a couple of uh, panels. One panel that really interested me was the Viewster panel. That was great. Uh, I only attended the last kind of five seconds of it, but it was it was good. And I attended the um, Manga UK slash Animatsu panel, and I was pretty excited because they were like, "Yeah, we're bringing Dragon like the new Dragon Ball Z film over," and I was like, "Okay, cool, Dragon Ball Z, that's fine." And then they said. Guess what? We're bringing, we're bringing Golden Time to the UK. And I was like, I just lost my shit. I was like, <gasps> no way! Golden Time! Woo! I re- I got so excited for that. It's unbelievable. Golden Time, one of the best animes out there. It's like second on my list from Toradora. It's, it's done by the same people as Toradora, so you know it's a good anime.
1: Oh, I guess I have to put that on my ever-increasing list of animes I should
0: watch. I'm um, going to put that on the Kunai schedule. I'm just going to be like, Golden 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 time
1: i'm never gonna catch up to be honest i have a bunch of stuff
0: and so do i actually Those other stuff that I, I got to do on saturday as well i got to meet people from animatsu i got to meet people from mv is it mvm or mym they pretty much they are the people that license pretty much every anime to the uk not k-on that's manga uk that deals with k-on they do Toradora. they're doing love live oh my god and i got an awesome love live poster from them or did Legit. you buy it
1: or did you get it free? They
0: got, they gave it to me. I was like, the thing is, they didn't announce Love Live yet. Hmm. But I saw a Love Live poster. And I went up to the guy that actually owns, his name is Tony. I went up to him. He actually owns the company. And I said to him, I said, Tony, can we record with you on the podcast? And he was like, no. He just said it blatantly. He was like, no. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, but you can email me and we can do like an email interview. And I was like, okay, we can do that which is fair enough if someone doesn't want to be recorded with that's fine and then i saw the love life poster and i said tony are you guys licensing love life and he was like you know what we didn't announce it yet but here's a poster and, and i was like yeah uh, yeah i got really excited for it and he told me that, that there is going to be an english dub which i'm not excited for <laughs> at all because a lot of it sub is always sub versus dub like you know i love subs more than dubs, yeah mainly because sometimes you lose a lot of emotion from the dubs but at the same time there are really there are some really good dubs and persona is the best it's one one of the
1: few to be honest like subs are better most of the time but there are those rare cases where i'd actually recommend the dub over the sub yeah persona being one of them uh there's only anime i can really think of where i'd recommend the dub over the sub but i can think of a few more games where i'd recommend dub over sub
0: Mm. Anyways, that's um, a, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, what else happened there? I got to speak fr- with um, some people, Mitchell and uh, Fraser. So Mitchy J from Twitter and Frey from Twitter. These aren't really their real Twitter names either. I'm just abbreviating them, but they know who they are. They know who they are. They're really cool people. Yeah. And I was talking with Hank from Viewser, really nice guy. Got to record with him. Which you guys should really check that episode out as well. I'm not sure if it's out yet or not. But expect some really nice things with them. We Also got to talk to Vampy, <laughs> which was kind of cool. She cosplayed at Hestia.
1: Oh, yeah. There is a bunch of... Co- let's, let's start talking about cosplaying because that was a huge thing at Anime North.
0: Let's talk about Hestia cosplay because you're going to say that there was tons of Hestia's yeah, cosplays. There was only one. Out of 122,000 people, there was only one Hestia cosplay. You
1: didn't see anyone else
0: no. at all. One hestier cosplay, and that was someone from that they hi- like used to hired to do cosplay for, you know? Mm. Ampy bit me, professional cosplayer, done a hestia cosplay, and it was kinda weird because she was the only hestier cosplay and we were expecting I was expecting to see a lot more. I'm just thinking um Dan Machi is not really popular here. Maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. I was surprised actually. There was a lot more um in terms of cosplays, there was a lot more Danganronpa cosplay. Because people knew that Dungan Rumper, uh, another, was it called uh, Despair Girls, was is going to be released. And they had it at the booth of NIS. Mm. So a lot of people were like, oh, I'm just going to cosplay from other Dungan Rumper games, which is great. I saw a lot of Dungan Rumper cosplayers um, this year. I also got to see more comic cosplayers as opposed to anime and manga cosplayers. Well, yeah. It's, it's... So I saw, I saw a lot of Batman. I saw a lot of Spider Man. There's always Deadpools at every convention. I don't know where the hell that came from and I think that should die. I
1: haven't seen that many Deadpool cosplayers but one thing I have to give a shout out to is there is this team of cosplayers and they're all dressed up as Spider-Man but you know it's like one of those cosplays where it's not like really crossplay but like cosplays where they kind of uh, did a mix between series so there's this Sailor Moon oh my cosplay God. in a Spider-Man suit. That's so, fucking crazy. If amazing. you're listening to this Brofist
0: because it was absolutely Hilarious. Why are you saying Brofist? This is, this is not like... It's not, it's not okay, PewDiePie. Okay. PewDiePie. didn't invent Brofist. PewDiePie! Oh, I love PewDiePie. The reason I love PewDiePie is because he has so many anime, anime references. Mm. I know his main audience is like people your age, but I feel like PewDiePie, yeah. Uh, who else? I saw a lot of cosplayers. Like I said, Batman. No Superman cosplayers. What are the most interesting ones? I saw a really, really good Jared Leto Joker. Wait, wait. Is the that... Suicide Squad oh, Joker. I saw. Su- oh, okay, it, it was it was amazing. And to be honest, I like the Suicide wait, Squad it, Joker. Wait, was good. it like the Suicide Squad Joker, or is it just the Joker, like the normal one? It was someone cosplaying a Suicide Squad Joker. I personally looked...
1: don't like it. To be honest, I think, you know, I'll just go out of my way and say that I think that the costumes, not just for the Joker, but for like um Harley Quinn as well, they just look kind of bad. I mean, they're not horrible. It's like for a big budget film.
0: Everyone said the same about what's his name, Heath Ledger. Not many people liked Heath Ledger at the beginning for his Joker, and then you know everyone loved him. So no, I think give him about a the chance. Actor. I'm just, I'm just talking. About, yeah, I know, like, the, but the you costume, you're talking yeah. more about costume design. Yeah, costume but I, design. But I personally, I like that Joker. He looks kind of gritty. He looks like, yeah, I'm like, he looks more like a dirty Joker. You know what I mean? And that's how I kind of imagined the Joker to look like. It kind of reminds me of old-school Joker. Obviously, Harley Quinn is more... She's not like how she looks in the comics, and she's not like how she looks in the games. But unlike this Harley Quinn, it's kind of like... I don't know. Like, it's a relatable Harley Quinn. You see what I mean? I mean, like,
1: once again... It's, un- it's
0: like, you can you can imagine this Harley Quinn going to a Starbucks.
1: Yeah, I mean... That's what it, I mean. What they're trying to do with this is that they're trying to make it a bit more realistic, because, I mean gotham villains have a tendency to be really over the top yeah but then again that's what kind of makes them so great right so like when i look at these costumes i kind of picture like i mean a cosplayer could do this i mean i'm not saying that cosplayers can't have good costumes just that like it's so different but yeah it being different is good but it's just for a multi-billion dollar budget film i don't think it's you know what The costumes are really up to par with what we see in previous Batman movies. I mean, I don't want
0: to compare them, but that's how I feel. Um, Yeah, so once again, we were talking about cosplayers. Like I said, mostly comic book cosplayers. I saw some Power Rangers, actually, which was great, which was awesome. Because, you know, you don't really, not many kids know of Power Rangers anymore. What else did I see? The thing is, it was kind of, a lot of people were not in cosplay at all sometimes, like, I see some cosplayers that I see every year. You know, that guy wearing the Pac-Man suit. Or the girls that are in, um, they're wearing bedsheets. Different colored bedsheets over their uh, heads. And they're they're, um, cosplaying as the Pac-Man ghosts. I see them every year, let's be honest. And I see these two girls that are dressed up as Sims every year. They know who they are. (laughs) I don't know who they are, but they know who they are. So yeah, you know, going to these cons, you see a lot of regulars that just reuse cosplays. Which is okay, but it's like I want to see more from these people. Like there was this one cosplay that really made me laugh, and this guy was just wearing a cardboard box, and he said I couldn't afford, <laughs> I couldn't afford to make a cosplay outfit, and I was like, legend.
1: Not really, no, no. I saw a group of people doing that in a North, so I don't think it's. Really oh, so you r- think it's a trend? I think it might be a trend. Ah. That so, just ruined it for me. So, so I like, you know, burst you just burst up.
0: my, yeah, you, well, it does say on your Twitter that you, uh, crushed dreams. Crushed dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. About so you that. just crushed my dreams. I actually believe that that person was like, it was an original idea. Maybe he started it off. I don't know. And I saw a lot of like, I don't know how to explain this. Tumblr fandom. I'm air quoting Tumblr fandom cosplays, you know, a lot of Doctor Who, a lot of Sherlock, a lot of stuff that people tend to, you know, talk about on tumblr so that's what i saw
1: the thing is with anime north yeah it's it's anime north but it's not just about anime i mean yeah there's also lots of cosplays from game series and not just you know japanese games i saw a lot of western game cosplays as well which is pretty awesome because a favorite thing the thing i I like to do at at, uh, cons and i think everyone does is just you know walking around through the crowd and just pointing out every character you can spot right so they're like bunch of dragon age inquisition cosplays mm-hmm. which looked fantastic there was a halo a bunch of uh persona cosplays uh danganronpa as well did so you I take
0: think... pictures of them
1: not all of them because what? i what but which ones do you... do you take picture of chie there were no chie there were no chie cosplays what there. I... no i saw chie cosplays
0: are the best i didn't see <sighs> chies no one... there no one cares about uh yosuke no one cares about you. It's, oh, man, it, a couple of years ago, we saw tons of GA cosplayers, obviously because it, they were showing off Persona Q and because they actually had people who created the game there. So it was a big deal. And I saw tons of GAs and I was like, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe it's just,
1: tastes are different in Canada, I guess. Maybe, uh, well, maybe, aren't maybe, maybe, as much. maybe
0: Canada doesn't accept GA as their lord and savior, you know? Ga is best girl, and people should know that. And Canada, kind of, and Canadians that are listening, GA's best girl, not Rei. Just saying. There was a lot of Persona fan art as well, but once again, no, was there no Ga no fan GA. art? There no, no, what the hell? And there is was it was just Canadians that. Is, that, is No, I think that it's just Canada's being biased, or somehow they find out that like Reese is actually Canadian and not Japanese, and like yeah. Well, hey, hey
1: her, her hair is red, you know, the the glorious oh, maple no. leaf is red as well. I'm
0: <sighs> just
1: saying. It's also a badass steampunk cosplay that I saw, and uh, oh, is it? Yeah, he had this huge hand cannon.
0: Wow. And
1: I don't know how people reacted when he brought that thing in for and sometimes. A weapon- registration Yeah, wef-
0: weapons check, but it's like they can tell if it's a real weapon or not. Yeah, let's be like, honest. Like, this
1: thing was—it it was clearly fake, but it was just huge. It was like I don't know how he made it. It was like what? I, I'm—I guess let's see, three meters. It was literally a hand cannon. So props to that guy. It was pretty damn awesome.
0: And another thing that I normally see at MCM, but I didn't see this year and the reason i didn't see a lot of cosplayers is is another thing is because i was in a press i was in a press room recording most of the time so normally i see gundams a lot of people like doing on friday
1: and saturday or just on saturday
0: i was on friday and saturday so i got to experience two days i normally go on the sunday but unfortunately i was like i was unable to go on sunday which is a shame because i like to go on sunday for the deals of the expo and you know just getting cool free stuff because a lot of stuff that goes down is like other other exhibitors will go to other exhibitors because they tend to give out freebies and they'll be like okay we'll give you this if you give us that and then they'll be like oh, no way it happens that you're a gamer a lot exhibitors love to like trade freebies it's great and, and you kind of gain contacts like that it's, it's lovely i remember on the friday of the expo i was going around like a hermit asking people can i record with you guys Can I re-? and you know i got a lot of people that say no fair enough and i found out something that i i went to nintendo booth i tried out splatoon it's a great game nintendo good job it honestly seems amazing although
1: i mean it's an exclusive though right
0: it is i think it is it has to be a nintendo exclusive yeah it 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 is is.
1: an exclusive but it looks really awesome and i mean wii u has grown a lot since it launched yeah but I mean, I think that if it launched on other consoles, it would be really big because it reminds like the first thing that I thought of when I looked at Splatoon gameplay was, you know, uh, PvZ Garden Warfare and that thing, that game is amazing. Uh, honestly, I think it's it's underrated what, Plants vs is- Zombies. Yeah, Garden Warfare. It's
0: the, the thing is I when those types of games is it's like Gears of War for kids and that's what's exciting. No, the thing is you may think you, you might just laugh at it and, you know, Think it's no, just I don't love it. I, I think it's serious. Like, I I enjoy Gears of War and I like gameplay like it. So when I saw um, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, I got excited for it. Obviously, I don't own the game, but I've seen a lot of gameplay and I'm like, I need this game in my life. And I, I got to play Splatoon and I was like, oh, yes, it was such a fun game. And let's be honest, there's a lot of innuendos in it let's be honest oh god hang on hang
1: on i i wasn't informed please delight me <sighs> and reminder that this is not you know an e for everyone podcast <laughs> this is very much it's
0: e for explicit <laughs> exactly but yeah what were you gonna say about splatoon no but you're you talking about innuendos i want you to. yeah there's on that. tons the the whole game is in innu- the reason i say that is because you just look at it and it looks like Wrong! No, no, no. You know what hang I mean? On, like from on. a glance. You, on the floor- Are these
1: actually innuendos? Or are these just things
0: that you thought up of when you watched gameplay, Vish? Stuff I thought of when I was playing Okay, but that's
1: not- Those aren't innuendos then. No, that's no, no, just no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. That's just me in a dirty mind. But what I'm saying is that on the floor, there's a lot of like splodges on the floor. Yeah. Different colored. And I'm like, oh my God, this is kind of weird. And then you play the game and it's just like, okay, everyone's is like squids, squid people. Okay, cool. And then you realize, okay, they're called Inklings. Okay, f- fair enough. And they're squirting ink. Okay, this is starting to sound like a hentai. Okay. Oh my god. That's what I feel like when I was playing, and I felt kind of awkward. And then I kind of got into the gameplay, and I forgot about that. And let's be honest, Splatoon is awesome. Nintendo, if you're listening, please give me a Splatoon. And a, th- and a Wii U. I'll be very happy if you did that. But they won't. Thing is, another thing I learned is that there is no one, no representative from Nintendo at MCM. They had a booth. But everyone was volunteers. I think they hired a a company, like an event company, that actually set it up for Nintendo. And there was no one from Nintendo actually there, which was weird. I thought at least one person would be there. Do they normally show up? Because, mind you, this year
1: at E3, I think, was it? Yeah, Iwata isn't showing up at E3 either. So it might just be, you know.
0: No, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's events like this, when they're arranging it, especially when they're just showing off gameplay and having a game stand where they sell games. They don't necessarily need a representative from Nintendo. They're not showing off anything new. They're showing off a game that's already been announced and pretty much a couple days from release. So they just need people who are trained to show off the game. That's pretty much it. And volunteers are the best kind of thing for that. And they have a game stand where you can buy games. It doesn't really need a representative from Nintendo to be in charge of that. What
1: games did you get to play, by the way, at uh, Comic-Con?
0: At MCM, I got to play a lot of games. I got to play um, Splatoon, great game. I got to play uh, J-Stars. Is it called J-Stars versus Victory? I don't know what it's called. It's that Bandai Namako game where it's like Naruto characters, Dragon Ball Z characters, Fist of the North Star characters, pretty much all of the action anime put together in this kind of Naruto, Ninja Storm style game Great game by the way. I got to play obviously the new Naruto Ninja Storm 4 thingy. I'm alright with Naruto Ninja Storm. I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm alright at it. Um I got to play Mortal Kombat X, which is a game that's already out. Yeah. I spent a lot of the time at the koei Tecmo booth, so I got to play Deception, was it called Nightmare Princess, which is a great game. I kind of it's a game. I can't really explain it. It's kind of like you're defending yourself from others that are trying to attack and you you kind of do like these kind of traps and you set them like humiliating traps or traps that like kill them or, you know, they get hit in the nuts, <laughs> funny stuff like that. It's a funny game, but it's also really cool. I didn't really take it seriously before, but now it's, it's a great game after trying playing it. They also have Samurai Warriors 4-2 which is the sequel to Samurai Warriors 4. Great game that's also coming out. They also announced some lovely stuff at Tecmo's booth, like Nobunaga's Ambition, which I'm super excited for because I haven't played a Nobunaga's Ambition game since the SNES days. <gasps> yeah, great game. It's pretty much like Kessen, or, you know, that's how I imagine it. And they had Tokiden, Tokiden uh, Kiwami, which is pretty much what it is. It's the first Tokiden game with hell of a lot of new features It's not really the first one it's the second game but it has all the stuff from the first game so you don't necessarily need to buy the first game to actually experience the game fully do you know what i mean yeah it's kind of like you know when you have marvel vs capcom 3 and then they do ultimate marvel vs capcom 3. it's kind of like that for me
1: so basically all all fighter games in a nutshell
0: yeah but it's not a fighting game it's more like a monster hunter style game on the playstation vita Hmm which is great because, you know, there isn't any new Monsters Hunter games. Were there any the board Vita. games
1: there or just non-video games there?
0: There was. There was. There was a, a small area where people would play Yu-Gi-Oh and some board games as well and some card games. There was, like, that card game Schwarz or something like that. I can't pronounce it. You, you know that one with the anime characters? Mm. Um, they had that there. They had a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. People t- play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh professionally at these cons it's unbelievable they have tournaments as well another thing this is very new to mcm which is i was really excited about there's these things called game domes they have like inflatable domes Hmm. in mcm which confused me at first they're like small well big igloos and the thing is on the show floor they would have people you know do announcements there and show off their new games and do demos and it was great. It's, they have seats there. So yeah. even if you nece- you don't need to get anything to, to go inside. You don't need a special ticket or anything. So even if you, know, you don't want to know about the game, you can go in and sit down, have a sandwich or whatever. But it's great because people will go there because they want to sit down anyway. And then you get to show off your game. You have an audience and people actually get proper excited for it. They also had eSports at MCM. Which is i would say a relatively new thing i think it's been going on for a couple of years now and that's great because i never noticed this on friday i only noticed this on the saturday what well, it was kind of weird because i only explored like half of the expo and i thought that was it turns out if you go further north on the expo there's tons more stuff there's like the yogscast there there's another game dome there's esports where they were holding like league tournaments dota tournaments pretty cool stuff and they had like a gaming stands where you can buy like products like razor products and like mice and keyboards and and you know they're at discounts because you know at these expos they're always going to be at yeah, discounts. It's a place to buy stuff i mean yeah it's expo i think if you want to buy all your anime goods or your gaming peripherals or anything like that go to expos because expos always have the best deals just being honest because they're trying to make money at the end of the day and they can do they know they can make tons of money at expo so that's why they lower the price for everything but it's great There was also um, Comic Village. Comic Village is like where um, manga artists and you know comic artists they can set up their own stores. Obviously, they have to pay for it, but they get set up their own stores and show off their original artwork and fan art as well. So, which is is cool. I got to see some really lovely manga artists, and it's it's nice to see and it's nice to kind of support these artists and talk to them as well. It's great.
1: It's kind of similar to my experience at Anime North, except it wasn't as big, of course. But still, there's this entire section of the uh, TCC that is dedicated to gaming. And I got to play for a bit, so I got to play some uh, Mario Kart. I didn't touch Street Fighter, even though I really wanted to, because I've been getting into Street Fighter recently, but it was a Bring Your Own Controller tournament, and there were just lots of, I'd say, intense people there, because they are just, you know, the people with the fight sticks, they didn't even have controllers, they just had fight sticks. And, you know, there were entire tournaments for games going on. And, you know, I, I was there to explore the anime ac- aspect, so I didn't stick around for too much. But the good thing is that even if you don't want to go there for anime, and you want to just, you know, game, there are tournaments that are organized there for a lot of games, you know, they have all the consoles there. They have the Wii U, Xbox One, PS4, etc. And if you don't want to be in these tournaments, you can also, you know, just play casually, try out the new games. And it was pretty cool, except I didn't stick around for too much because, well, I'm not the best at fighting games or racing games, and I don't think I could have tried out um, you know, Battlefield or COD, any of the games I'm more familiar with, but yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Um, another thing I forgot to mention within the eSports arena, because I'm reading the Comic-Con um, official show guide for this expo, they were actually powered by Intel, which means Intel was sponsoring the um, eSports side of things, which is quite awesome, they had some like SanDisk as well, and other stuff. You know, we were talking about the, uh, what they called, the guests there, and I forgot to mention that there were some really cool guests there. One that I noticed the most is Gideon Emery, and maybe I'm pronounced, I'm butchering his last name, I know that. But he is in Dynasty Warriors, and that's how I know him. He plays Orochi in Dynasty Warriors, he also plays, shit, I can't remember the other characters, but he plays Orochi in Dynasty Warriors, and that's all we need to know. He's also characters in Final Fantasy. And the thing is i was supposed to go in for an interview with him but i was told it was round table only and you know sometimes for me like doing a round table interview it's not it's not the best especially for a podcast do you see what i mean yeah i felt that it's you know one, maybe a one to one would work but i spoke to david about it and he 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 kind of made sense to me he was like you know we, we can't necessarily do if, if there's a lot of people wanting to talk to him it doesn't make sense to do a one-to-one. Yeah,
1: especially for a con, you know, the south of MCM. Yeah,
0: because it, it's kind of douchey, like, for me to be like, yeah, I need a one-to-one with this guy when there's other people, you know, necess- that are coming from, like, America or coming from Spain or whatever. And, you know, it's better, it's better to do roundtable discussions and roundtable interviews. But sometimes I feel like for a podcast, it doesn't necessarily work. You see what I mean? Because mm. you can't necessarily control what other people are asking you see what I mean you, so, you, so was you, it you it don't like
1: multiple podcasts at, yeah it was person? like
0: multiple people from other like podcasts and stuff and I don't, another thing is I don't know how roundtable discussions work and how we would record those especially because there was people in the lineup in that roundtable I was supposed to be one of them but I didn't attend it because I actually went to interview someone else at the time aka Buster but the thing is with that how would I record how would I how would that work especially if there's people from other podcasts would I have to ask their permission to be like yeah is it all right if we have your audio in my podcast or how does that work do you see what I mean yeah. it's a bit
1: too chaotic to manage
0: yeah it's too especially when there's like 10 people within this roundtable discussion and I feel that okay maybe, It could work as, like, a... Not a radio interview, but, like, a... What what do they call it? Like, you know, like, a blog-type thing? Where you you just record it and then just type out everything they say? That works, I think. But, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Roundtable. It's a cool thing because it's fair. You get to speak to everyone and whatever. And, to be honest, I would have attended it, but not necessarily recorded it. Do you see what I mean? Because I I just feel it would have been, like, kind of awkward for me to record a Roundtable discussion.
1: So... What loot did you get from? Loot. MCN? Ah, this is I got a bunch of stuff.
0: You didn't get a bunch of stuff. Okay. You just, well, got, us, a bunch you of just got us. No. Yeah. You got us a, I, I, you got, I was in a sixty-dollar budget. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. But all right, you. How okay, how much do you have to spend? I got I got quite a lot.
1: I'm happy with what I got considering my so budget size To be honest, size, okay. I
0: I got a couple of games. I got Dunning Romper. The first one because I don't actually own the first Danganronpa game. <gasps> Blasphemy! I know. I got a lot of stuff for a friend in Australia. Yeah, got that for him. I got some figurines, some DOA figurines.
1: Oh, so like uh, nanodroids or like Figmas?
0: They're not official nanodroids. They're not made by Good Smile, but they look like nanodroids. They're like chibi figurines. They're not made by Good Smile, but they are so, from wait, Japan.
1: How expensive were those? Because I know the original They're, ones are they pretty, pretty. They They weren't.
0: I got I got like four of them for like 15.
1: What the f- wait, 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 wait. Hang on. 4 for how much?
0: Oh, sorry, 30.
1: Oh, okay, because I was like, 4 for fift- 15. That they're not nendroids though, but that's
0: the thing. They're, they're not good smiles.
1: But I mean, still, that that's pretty cheap for, you know, a figurine. Because usually those things are pretty pricey.
0: I got a lot of posters. I got um the Love Live poster. I got a Bladestorm Nightmare poster. Obviously, if you played played Storm, it's a great game. And this was a, this is a very special poster because this poster is signed by the um, head of Omega Force. A developer who's obviously, he's been taking part in Dynasty Warriors since the beginning. So, this guy is like my role model. I love him to bits. I don't know his name, but anyone who's involved with Dynasty Warriors, I respect him very much because Dynasty Warriors is my favorite game. And it's signed by him. And I got that from a really awesome guy. His name is Day. Davide is awesome, and Davide, if you're listening, you're awesome. I hope he is. I hope Davide is listening. Uh, he, he gave me that, and I'm really happy that he did, because I didn't expect it. I also got I got a calligraphy thing. Oh, that's nice. This is, this is odd. This is a quite cool thing. Tecmo Koei or Koei Tecmo stepped up their game for the expo, and I feel that they had the best booth at the whole expo. Because yeah, they had games, they had a sales stand where they were selling off games and they were selling off stuff for Hyrule Warriors. You know, the um, treasure boxes, yeah, special editions. We didn't get them over in the UK. All we did was we got the scarf, you know, the special edition scarf and obviously America got that as well. Because in the UK, Kobe Tecmo wasn't responsible for publishing. Nintendo was, which means that the people in the UK didn't get the treasure boxes or the massive special editions. But in Japan, Obviously Koei Tecmo was responsible for publishing, I think. So even even at this expo, they couldn't sell that stuff at Nintendo. They had to sell it at te- Koei Tecmo. So the line for the sales thing was huge. Because everyone wanted to buy Hyrule Warriors treasure boxes and you know special editions and stuff and art books.
1: So did you end up getting one for yourself or?
0: I obviously I don't I don't play Zelda games. So I didn't. I got one for a friend though. It was It's cool. I, I, it's right in front of me now. I'm not going to open it because it's not mine, but it's it's a lovely piece of thing. I know that's like <laughs> the weirdest way to describe it. Lovely piece of thing, yeah. Like I said, large queue for it, and it sold out within the first day, so the other two days, really, they didn't have any uh, Hyrule Warrior stuff. I also got to... I picked up a Gundam... A Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. My favorite game so far in the whole world. Because Dynasty as a Warriors kid,
1: or the one you meant Mentioned specifically
0: Gundam Reborn yeah the Gundam one it's pretty much Dynasty Warriors but with Gundams but the thing is it goes off from the original story from Gundam it's like it it is pretty much if you watch the anime and you play the game it's like the, the story from the anime basically from all of the Gundam animes in a game form which is awesome and you know you can there's this thing called uh, ultimate mode where you pretty much you can mess around basically and like jump timelines Like, you know, I can go, I can play as a Gundam Wing character and go into Gundam Unicorn. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's messed up, but it's awesome. And obviously I'm a big fan of Gundam Wing when I was a kid and I forgot about it. I forgot the story. And playing this game is, playing the game giving me so much nostalgia and I was like, yeah.
1: One thing I learned over the years is that the number one way to piss off a Gundam fan or just any mech fan is to go up to them and ask them, hey, is that Transformers?
0: It's the Oh no don't don't do that. Don't do that. This, the thing is, they the get thing is gu- like
1: it's it's an old thing, right? And I I wasn't born with that. Like I, I don't even think I was born when Gundam first started. So it's...
0: I don't think I was born when Gundam <laughs> exactly. first started. Gundam Gundam's very old, but the thing is it's it's lived for so long and even today there is new Gundam series.
1: Uh, well for that's for what I bought uh it's not as an extensive
0: list Yours, which, the thing is, I, I didn't, admit. I didn't, I didn't even finish what I got.
1: Oh, okay. Do can please continue then.
0: <sighs> Jeez.
1: How much did you? How many things did you get? Just how many items?
0: I got shit tons. I can't even count. I got, um, like I said, I got persona. I also got something for Tyson. Yeah.
1: Free fix? No, not f- oh. not free fan. There was
0: no, there was no free fix. Okay, no guess.
1: No, too. All right. No. no, it
0: was. Um, I got him a badge set. I got this from NIS. They gave me. Uh, Persona 4 Golden Ooh. on the Vita. Because I know Tyson. He's getting a PlayStation Vita TV.
1: He, he really wants to um, get Naoto as waifu in Persona 4. Yeah,
0: the thing is, I have the badge set, and it has each character on them. So there's a Chie badge, there's a Rosette badge, there's a Naoto badge, and I think Tyson would wear that Naoto badge with pride everywhere he goes. You know, he'd be like, yeah, Naoto best girl.
1: Surprisingly, I learned that Naoto isn't his best girl of all time. He actually prefers um, Tsugumi.
0: Yeah, but they're the same character, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Tyson. I we, I spoke to Tyson earlier today, and I was like, Tyson, you know what? You like the same... They're the same best girl. You know, they both have guns. They both have blue hair. They both originally were men, and then halfway through the anime, they're women.
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait. Tsugumi? What? Really?
0: Yeah. in Everyone thought she was a man at the beginning, and then she was like, yeah, woman. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, predictable. I knew do you know how I knew I'm I'm noticing a trend in Tyson's. There's a trend, that's what I'm saying. There's a trend. It's like Tyson likes women with blue hair and guns who are like detectives or slash bodyguards. There's something going on here. I think it's just like guns and blue hair. That's what that's what Tyson's into, so E. And you know what? I'm into waifus that like meat. Meat. Just pure meat. That's why Chie is best girl. Chie for president 2016. Just saying. Is that
1: your entire list or?
0: There was other stuff, but now you made me forget it. Thanks. Sorry. Shit, shit, Yeah, Persona. What else did I get? Danganronpa. I got a Tenko plushie, but that's not for me. Shit. What else did I get?
1: How did you carry all that? I'm just, oh, do you have a backpack? Uh,
0: no, my backpack was yeah. with my recording equipment. So I had my laptop, my iPad and my microphone with me. I got tons of stuff. I can't remember what I got now. Yeah. No, but the thing is, this was over the course of two days. And a lovely thing was, I, I asked the people who I bought it from nicely. I was like, okay, can I keep the stuff there? And they were like, oh, cool. Yeah, you can. Okay. And what did you get?
1: Oh, what I got?
0: Other than the posters.
1: I literally only got posters. I That's oh, the only you. thing I got. I what's you, because... Kevin. Well, what? I couldn't help it, okay? I, I'm a guy No, who, but posters. do you know why
0: I'm angry? It's not because of the posters. It's because you didn't think hard enough for me. That You said there was K-On! posters. You didn't even think. You didn't even think of Mugi-chan. Okay, well,
1: well, just to be clear, guys, if you're listening to this, it's not my fault. It's Bish's fault because I tweeted at Bish during the con. I was sleeping. During the con. No.
0: And I asked him, what do you, you should, want? You should have... No, no, no. He, no. he, you he never he replied. replied. You, you know what? You should have thought about that before you were like, yeah, I gave him an Attack on Titan fuck attack on titan you well, should have got me well, like you see clearly Bish does
1: not support a podcast cuz on if you go listen to the episode he's like oh yeah i actually like attack on titan no i so, i
0: liked it i liked it but if if there was mugi chan i gave you an extensive list i no, said there, if there was mugi chan i didn't see mugi chan i think anything with mugi chan was already sold out by the time i got there uh, so that's the problem mugi chans so popular but what you could have done was you could have been like okay ga would have been fair fair enough ga Awesome. Great yeah, There is There no Chia, I told you. No Chia yet. Uh, every, I think Canadians don't like Chia. They don't want to accept Chia as best girl. I don't know. Or you could have just been like, Nagisa, there you go. Oh, well, I got a free poster for Tyson. All right, you you can, know can... what you should have done? Well, you should have just got me a Nagisa poster and just like, I just would have framed it on my wall. Honestly, pray, 95% pray to of the free posters day. were like, Yahweh. I don't mind. You could have just give it. I don't mind. Or I should, would have loved that.
1: Take this down as a note right now. Okay. Yeah. You could have just yaoi
0: poster. All right, doesn't matter. as As long as it's Nagisa, as long as it's Nagisa. Or you could have got me some Toradora stuff. You know how much I love Toradora. I I didn't look for Toradora stuff. Uh, stuff on. You, you could have even bought me a light novel. That's what I said. I said light novel. There novels. Weren't they were
1: not those. There there was a manga market which I used to stop by briefly, but I did not.
0: Uh, I don't think there were VNs. I didn't see them there. Or you could have got me manga. Like manga is so much cheaper than a poster. Come on. Yeah, but I don't know what you like. You don't read manga that often. I told you, K You, you could not just. There's bound to be K manga there. There's always K manga, everywhere. Could have got me K on. You could have got me like Sword Art Online. You could have got me like. You're disappointing sometimes, Kevin. You know what? Although the Attack on Titan poster is quite nice, and I, I would. Lo- I'm gonna put that on my wall. And get it framed. If you have space. If I have space with all the Nagisa posters and the Nico Nico Ni. Yeah, that's another thing. Love Live. You could have got me a fucking Love Live poster. Well,
1: it's a shame that you didn't respond to my tweets. You know. I...
0: You know. You know what? I'm just gonna from now on. I'm just gonna ignore all your tweets and be like, well, you know, Kevin. It's a shame you didn't respond to my tweets. No, bitch. Because you didn't respond. It's not like you responded. I
1: I ignored you. It's you didn't respond at all. You just.
0: No, I was sleeping, so I didn't. I didn't actually... No,
1: no, no, don't give me that. Because I tweeted you, uh, when I first got there. And yeah then, but i like, didn't i saw you on twitter, twitter later n- n- and no, you no, never no, responded
0: to no, that tweet thing is i didn't ignore i didn't ignore if i ignored then i would be like you know what i did and look how many replies i i sent you that's when i realized i was like oh my god he's actually buying me something i'm just, I'm just gonna take advantage of this and if you see the list i was asking for like some really ridiculous stuff i was like figurine i was like yeah get me some figurines and get me some cheetos and i was like what the hell yeah get me some cheetos as well damn it but
1: yeah um everything I bought we don't have that in the uk was fan art because there the, the are there's some official stuff at tannoy north but like i said it's mainly fan run so lots of little art local artists
0: that's great because you're supporting them
1: exactly so i bought a bunch of posters and the good thing you know sunday a bunch of sales so you can just go around buying a bunch of stuff and i managed to get six posters i got like i said i got um an attack on sign poster for you i got a free poster for tyson I got a Sailor Moon poster, which is the best thing I've written. It looks amazing. I didn't what? get the artist. Oh, you name, showed me that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a beautiful transistor uh, poster, which I got. And it but looks you don't awesome. even have it. I don't PS have the game, but I admire Jeez. the art. The art was just amazing. Uh, there's also Vocalite stuff, which I just had to buy. What else? There's another thing, I believe. Assassin's Creed stuff. Really? Okay, Shush. I'm I like have Assassin's
0: tons of Assassin's Creed posters at home, and I have—I'm I'm not doing anything with them. Well, why don't you send them to me then? I didn't know. Good. <laughs> that's have, good. I have like official—I have like fifty official Assassin's Creed no, no, posters. But these, these aren't official posters. <laughs> it's not like the posters oh, with like okay. you know Assassin's
1: Creed and like you know like just logos everywhere. It's just pure fan. Yeah,
0: I have like I have like tons of pre-order posters for Assassin's Creed and Watchdogs. I don't do anything with them. They're just there. I was supposed to give them out to people, but then no one wanted them. <laughs> That was like before when, you know, when the hype for Watch Dogs came out. But then it was delayed. And I was like, oh, man. And then it can't, I can't give it can't out died. Yeah, and I can't give out the posters. And, you know, I, what I do now is I just put them on the wall. And, you know, when, when they fall off or when they get damaged, I throw it and I replace it until I have no posters. Or I get the Assassin's Creed one signed when there is an Assassin's Creed voice actor there. I'm like, you better sign this, please. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I have tons of signed posters. I got um, posters signed by Ezio a couple of years back. Some signed games.
1: Um, just to wrap things up, what would you say is your favorite thing about MCM? Um, oh, my favorite event thing? Event or aspect or anything about it.
0: Oh, one of my favorite things? I have... Can I have two? Yeah, sure. Please. Okay. First favorite thing is the press people. They are fucking amazing the kindest people you'll ever meet and they they go all the way to help people like it's it's lovely like David and Gary lovely guys and they helped me so much in finding a room and I was being so annoying and you know they didn't get angry at me once and they were really helpful and they are such legends so good on those guys They are one of the things that really made the Expo awesome for me. The second thing that I like about the Expo is the... I'm I'm biased, but I'm going to say this. The Koei Tecmo booth. Because you meet a lot of people from Twitter who are big fans of Koei Tecmo. And you meet them in real life for the first time. It's like, whoa. And then, you know, you're like, yeah, we'll meet here again. And we'll do this and do that. And you just make friendships in real life from that. And that's cool. That's another cool aspect. And Tecmo Koei had... Other stuff that, you know, we we I normally don't see at expos. They had an, a Japanese woman that would write your name in kanji characters and tell you the meaning of them. That's badass.
1: That's actually awesome.
0: Yeah, and no other place has this within the expo, which is so weird. And I think they're planning to do a tea ceremony next year, which is like, oh there my God. There was a
1: tea ceremony at Airman North, and I didn't get to go to it, but it was pretty awesome.
0: That's the thing, It's it's like... I've never seen this actually happen at an expo. So what do you think were the best things about Anime North? Give us two things, because I gave you, like, three.
1: <laughs> well, I, I can't really choose more than one, because I think the, the main thing... I mean, I, I know I've been saying this over and over, but the main thing that I think Anime North does so well that, you know, you don't necessarily see in bigger conventions is its focus on the community. I mean, it's not one of those expos or cons... With you know adverts plastered everywhere, it's really by the community for the community. And I think you know the, easily the best part for me wasn't you know the the guests there or the events. It was just getting to meet people at the dealers market. I mean, the thing is with guests and panels and QAs is that you only really participate in those if it interests you, right? If the VA is involved in work that you want, or you know things like that. Whereas you know the dealers market. There's something for everyone from every series, it's something you get to enjoy, you get to meet people, you get to talk to the artists, and it's no matter what your tastes are in anime, whether you don't like anime at all, or whether you're just there for gaming or, you know, cosplay, there's something for everyone. That's what, that's what I really like about anime, it's the community and the dealer's market specifically, because you can just drown, get lost. Uh, Buying things there, I had a blast meeting people, especially the artists. I didn't get all of their names, unfortunately, but some of them, you know, they go back every year, so it's a chance to meet uh, their fans, their their community. They kind of do a bit of ad- um, advertising on the side, you know.
0: So it was pretty cool. Awesome. So yeah, that was our con coverage for you know MCM Expo and Anime North. This is the first time we've kind of done this. We normally do con coverage all the time, but this is the first time we kind of sat down and kind of compared two expos, which is awesome. And hopefully we might get some French coverage for Anime North, because, you know, Canada is a French speaking country.
1: There are a lot of Quebecers there, so. Yeah.
0: so Didn't understand what that was. Was that French?
1: Yeah, I just gave a shout out to Quebecers and other French people that were there. Don't kill so me. So
0: if, if you speak French, bonjour à tous. Don't know what that means. Hello to everyone. Yep. Bonjour à tous. Parlez-vous anglais? That's all I know in French. Two words I know. Great. Lovely. Sorry, I hope I didn't offend any French people. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. If, if you're French and you're listening to this, please don't get angry. And um, tell me, is my accent all right in French? I like to sound like it is. I think it is. What, what do you think, Kevin? Is it? Is it? No comment. Uh, okay, so yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Yeah, hopefully we should get in more con coverage, uh, like I said in French, and we'll have some awesome special views to stuff coming up soon. So check out that on Kunai, and
1: Woo! we have more episodes, discussion episodes in the works. We can't tell you just yet.
0: So yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Woo!
1: All right, see you guys till next time.